Hey guys, welcome to Jakku Broadcast. This is episode 11 and we are, um, um, I'm Daniela. And I'm Melissa. And we are joined by Matt and we are going to break down. Oh, sorry, I should have <laughs> let you speak. Okay. And we are going to break down uh, the new Rise of, or the final uh, Rise of Skywalker trailer because it is, um, it's out in like two months it's like it's so close and it's less than two months yeah less than yeah you're right okay so i hope everybody has their tickets i know a lot of people already do i have Um, them yeah and they also released a new poster which i don't know yeah like they released a poster (laughs) and it's like we're expecting it though but yeah it's finally great to have it um yeah so we have a poster did you like the poster matt i i I really like the poster i know some people didn't but i i kind of like it more than the last jedi poster really what you're crazy go away you're canceled yeah (laughs) i I like it's like i mean it's kind of corny and goofy but star wars is always corny and goofy and uh let me let me get it up here I feel like it's uh, like a like an atta- it's attached. I feel like it's attached to other posters. Like it's not complete. I don't know about well, you. I, the reason I like it is just because of how like because I'm a old nostalgia nerd. Um, I just like how much of a callback it is to all their old really busy posters that had like every yeah. single character on it. Did yeah, you I, notice? I feel you. Did you notice all the colors that was going on there? Like yeah. the red, the blue, and the purple particularly the purple the big purple where the lightsabers meet yes and if if you notice the previous posters we got for like the last jedi and force awakens ray and kylo's sabers never convenient with you know they never touched like they're always paralleled or they're just you know away from each other but this time they're actually coming together which is very interesting yes well, the other thing I like about the poster is how that um how like you have the falcon rising out in the background. Yes. Like oh, yeah. Above all of it. it, it it really looks neat. Perhaps rising Very from cool. the ashes, you know, like yeah, a bird, phoenix. Yeah, and like once again, we still don't know what Palpatine is going to look like, but yeah, they, yeah. they won't show us him. Yeah, I That's think it's I'm obvious wondering. that he's going to be in the flesh. Like is is this a not complete? Like is there? Oh, and poster? before, sorry, before we continue, um, we we found it kind of hard to separate what we've read from leaks from what we've seen on like in the trailer. So if you don't want to hear anything about leaks, I'm sorry. This is, episode is not for you because we're just gonna <laughs> go and talk about them like freely. Um, so yeah. Um, but thank you for listening up till now. <laughs> if, you, if that's the case, I'm, um, we just yeah. duped you for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, and we'll see you in the next episode, hopefully. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, what were you saying about the poster? The Falcon rose up like the Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about? I I wonder why Leia's not on the poster. Also, why Luke isn't on the poster. I mean, like Luke is a spoiler. <laughs> he's like, I he's think it's really interesting that they spoiler? haven't shown Luke anywhere. Like in none of the materials, they've shown Luke at all. And so there's there's this like weird part of me that wonders. So like in, throughout these films, the ghosts have just becoming increasingly and increasing more like alive, to the extent where like you know Yoda in the Last Jedi is like basically just a live living person. 
so there's this weird part of me that wonders if luke and uh in nine is just not gonna have any of that blue ghost tinted on it's just gonna like just completely look like a normal completely living person oh well that's that'd be interesting i think there's no like for the i feel like yoda you kind of need the blue tent because you have to hide that it's a puppet or whatever but like, <laughs> yeah for luke there's no reason to so i think that so be inter- it'll be interesting to see okay so we're gonna go ahead and start are you guys do you guys have your uh the video pulled up or whatever yeah yeah okay. ready have the subtitles on too just in case okay okay so we're gonna go ahead and start with our um reactions to the trailer and we have these time codes so we're stopping and then gonna discuss the trailer and maybe we'll talk during it i don't know but um (laughs) okay so are you guys ready to press play yes okay play the lucasfilm sign always gets me i know we're gonna be crying and like (laughs) there's the helmet are they gonna do jedi jumps like they did in the prequels i hope so they should i mean ray would be the perfect match for it she's used to this are you guys at 27 yeah yeah Yeah. okay so we have um basically ray running across as that planet that we saw in the um scene where she's hugging leia and like she drops a helmet and i've i've heard it be brought up but like i know that helmet isn't the same helmet from the force awakens but it's a good reminder of um where we saw ray like first with the helmet on while she was eating and then you see a training thing a training ball the, yeah. i i always i don't know what their name is <laughs> the training <are>. ball <laughs> the training ball that the <laughs> jedi use <laughs> it has yes. a name i just forgot and then we also hear a um we hear uh finn talking about how the force is a feat is an instinct and um how it brought them together and a lot i guess a lot of people have been thinking that maybe um finn is force sensitive and i mean how what do you guys think about that see what i think it's more is it's like um it's like you have where in in uh in a new hope you have where han solo because to me han solo and finn are the same character um you know very yeah similar yeah um and so in a yeah. new hope you have where han solo is like oh the force doesn't exist who cares about it it doesn't matter and then when you get to when you get to the force awakens he's like this you know, oh, the force is real. It's this mystical thing that connects everything and all that. You know, I didn't believe it, and now it's a real thing. And so then in The Force Awakens, you have where Finn is similarly ignorant about it in the way that Han Solo is, and he doesn't understand how it works. You know, there's that scene on Starkiller Base where he's like, oh, let's just use the force. And Han's like, that's not how it works, you dummy. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I wonder if this is less of like a force sensitive Finn thing and if it's more of him becoming sort of like Han was in uh the force awakens where he's like seen and experienced this yeah because I mean he did and he's like oh wow this is this is real this is this mystical Mm -hmm. thing and he did see Ray like take out all those rocks from the cave opening so I mean he didn't believe he did then you know that was when but it was I real think, for him, I think. I think there's also a, since he's always around Ray now, um, I think there's another thing that you could say about it where obviously there's the Jedi text and obvi- I think 
Ray will probably talk to Finn about the Jedi text. And I don't know if that's in the movie, but like you just there's so much new Jedi stuff that I guess Ray and Leia and they know that um, Finn could like kind of be like, OK, maybe he's not like super force sensitive. But since everybody's connected to the force, maybe now that he's acknowledging like he's acknowledging the force and he's he can feel it is what I'm trying to say. Maybe he'll be able yeah. to like feel the force. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the Jedi. Obviously, that's exactly what Luke said, that the force doesn't belong to the Jedi, that everybody has a force. And um because I think even with the midichlorians, even if you have a high count, like obviously you have the potential to be a really great Jedi, but you can also have a low count and still be very skillful, I think, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to be a Jedi, although I really would think that that would be really cool. But um, yeah, I think he's just going to be more in tune with the force, kind of being like more in tune with nature, which yeah. is cool. And well, I and, like and- how, go on. Well, I was just saying, you know, that whole nature thing makes sense because of how they're, you know, in, in The Rise of Skywalker, he's riding these horses and they're in these very, like, natural landscapes fighting yeah, against the highly very, the uh, highly uh, technological, technologized uh, empire. Right. Yeah, and I think she, Janna has, like, a bow, so it's like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's a really interesting thing and I like how he's being positioned as being very more mature now and like he yeah. knows his stuff now I mean he like he learned a lot obviously and all these characters are presented to us in a very mature manner like knowing their they kind of know themselves now so that's really cool like even Ray but we'll get to that later okay are you guys do you guys want to say anything else about this or um I wanted yeah. to go back to the running sequence when she um throws down the helmet i think that's yeah. like the same type of helmet that uh has like the blast shield in front of it like the one luke yeah. was wearing um, yeah like in a new hope yeah so i'm wondering yeah. i'm wondering if like maybe in the sequence she just maybe maybe she tries it out that way she puts it on and then after and a while she just kind of yeah maybe she takes it off and she's like you know what i'm just gonna run through the jungle and just try to like yeah i don't know do like a really hard like much harder training sequence and i wonder if maybe her jumping from like the like in the jungle like over that large like cliff onto like the death star you know how it cut like how she jumps onto the death star part or it could be a ship who knows if it's actually the death star um i wonder if that could be like a force moment like those scenes are actually not different like she actually jumps like from one cliff part to like the death star and like using the force <laughs> like wouldn't that be so cool yeah that's just a thought yeah. i can see that so the thing i wonder with that is with the whole um training thing at the beginning of the trailers i wonder if she's having some sort of like dark vision mm. or like, like something with that that's it? that's making her run yeah yeah i mean Cause you would, I mean, yeah. Cause she would, she wouldn't just like throw down her helmet. She'd probably just like set it down or something. And yeah. she's scared, and she doesn't want to confront her fear. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she's like actually running because <laughs> Star Wars isn't subtle <laughs> at yep. all. Okay. Um, are you guys ready to go next? Yeah. Okay, so the next part is the when Poe's doing his little speech. I love how, before we get to it, I love how he sounds. Like, he sounds very emotional and, like, taken by his whole leader thing. Anyway, okay, I'm pressing play. And we'll stop it at 37 seconds. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so we, it's, uh, this bit was a 
like the resistance bit and uh pose like we're not alone and good people will fight if we lead them um which yes and we see here uh there's that guy from lost <laughs> what's his name <laughs> dominic monaghan yes dominic monaghan from lost and lord of the rings and billy lord they're like they're really they get real close together are they like a couple do you think he got hurt do you think one of them got hurt and they're like just grabbing onto each other because they need support i mean obviously i think it might be romantic obviously but i'm just saying <laughs> like comfort like finding comfort in each other well, I mean, like, Every, everybody Billy? gets a romance in the sequel trilogy of course yeah poe right, gets well, Connix looks really like Connix looks really like beat up she's like bleeding too so yeah so this is like maybe post-war dude maybe rose is like look, trying to find finn and she can't see him and she, that's why she's going towards the areas where people are running away from does that make sense yeah like she's concerned or maybe she sees finn like going off into battle and she's trying to like tell him something or you know oh with rose concerned yeah, yeah with rose so i have this so like i think the thing that finn says at the beginning of the trailer that we just went over um so i think he's saying that to rose before he leaves and so i'm wondering if like these that's like linked so do you think finn yeah. is telling her like the force brought us together yeah because oh, like think because yeah. think about how in, in the last jedi they meet by complete like happenstance and luck but remember what obi-wan says in a new hope there's no such thing as luck yeah what i really like about what finn says is that it literally could apply to every single character in this yep. <laughs> like the force brought you together that's why you guys are here and it's, yeah yeah they're not being subtle at all Who do else you guys know what this ship that they about? that they show is this um the ship that is shown it's like um it looks like a knot the it's, one that they're on or no the resistance oh, ship oh the one that it's like at 36 the seconds 36 i don't know what yeah i don't know what that is i'm not i'm not an expert in those kinds of ships that's the I know. Uh, <laughs> it's the it looks like the blockade runner oh, but whoever's okay. driving it is um not good <laughs> at it not, not a good driver <laughs> that's hilarious maybe it's ray <laughs> i'm kidding well, no, she'd be good at it. No, I know. She's good at everything. It's, yeah, it's the blockade runner. Okay, is I'm there anything else? Ship Ho, but yeah, I know that one. Yeah, you are. You know more than me. <laughs> Although I'm trying. I'm like, what are these ships? <laughs> we do know one ship, but, you know, it's a different type. Uh, ships is a different type of ship. <laughs> <laughs> we know the different types of ships. <laughs> uh <laughs> Okay, um, okay. so now we're going to go on to the next bit, and we're going to stop at 47 seconds. Ooh, I love this part. My favorite, my, well, maybe one of my favorites. Look at it's it. so dramatic the way Kylo is revealed. Like, it's Ooh. so dramatic. It's like he's coming out of, like, a waterfall almost. I'm yeah. so emotional. Okay, so I guess we're just going to go ahead and talk more about it. Okay, so we have Ray saying that no one, everybody says that they know her, but no one knows her. And it's really funny how every time Ray talks about her identity, it's kind of metatextual in the sense that yeah. like everybody in the fandom thinks that they know her and they don't know her. And how, well, also it's like in the story, it's kind of like she's, she's now the legend she's the legend that luke became only you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. like she's <clears throat> people see her as like almost like an extension of luke like a legend yeah 
Like but, she's a celebrity. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just regular Ray and I don't feel like this. And she just yes. you know, feels a little outcasted and, through that. And this whole time, like these two last two movies, it's she's always been grappling with her identity. Like, yeah, she found out that she might be like the Jedi, the last she's the last Jedi. And that's her what she accepts supposedly at the end of um the last jedi but since she's so alone and nobody is there to like understand the fact that her like force powers are like putting so much pressure on her back i think that that's why she's so isolated um i know a lot of people are annoyed that she's saying that no one knows her because (laughs) finn is her like best friend and i think that can still be true but it could also be like there's a part that he doesn't understand because of the weight of the world that she's yeah. carrying. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same thing in, in, in the original trilogy with Luke is that, you know, in an empire and in a return of the Jedi is all these other people that he's, his friends, none of them have this power. None of them have this gift. It's just him and his father. And yeah. these are the only people he knows who has this. Right. And I think yeah. it's something like that we, and I mean like we, I mean like Raylos and a lot of other people too have been saying like, you know, Ray, she has, she's, she still feels alone, even though she's with the resistance and she has found another family. She doesn't feel like she belongs still. She's still looking for that belonging. And even if we've, if you've been reading the comics, like um, uh, the Ray comics that they've been giving out, um, there's even the most recent one with Allegiance. You can see that Ray still kind of feels alienated from her resistance family. Yeah. And she doesn't. Yeah. She, she doesn't seem like she's actually like happy almost. And they're not yeah. being that and subtle. I think, <laughs> you know? And yeah, they're not making that subtle. Like immediately, as soon as the Last Jedi came out, they had that Rose book, where where um she's like talking about how Ray looks like distant, and she's yeah. like looking as as if she's looking for something or someone or something yeah. bigger than her. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. that's the thing I've never understood about about um people who would watch the last jedi and be like oh she has this family in the resistance she has this community around her like at the end of the film the look that she has on her face is not like one of contentment one of happiness one of belonging like she's staring at at finn and rose and is like you know this is what i want i want this level of interaction and intimacy with another human being that i don't have and i've never experienced in my life sans for like five seconds right like what film are they watching (laughs) they're clearly like covering their eyes and another thing about that is that um so ray like yeah she wants to help the resistance and she wants them to be saved like be saved but calling the resistance her friends is kind of it's kind of not like accurate because the only friends that we've seen for her in the resistance is finn and 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 leia and obviously they're very valuable and she cares about the resistance but just because she's on the team of the resistance it doesn't mean they're they're all friends and that they all like are like there for each other they're there to fight a war so it's isolating especially if you're the main weapon of the whole thing and you don't have anybody that Mm -hmm. can like they can be there and understand so then kylo is like but i do because he's like ready to get married (laughs) he said his wedding (laughs) vows right here (laughs) i mean it's just ray has to say her part and then we're good that's it (laughs) 
I was expecting the trailer to have a level of Raylo to it. I was not expecting it to be just this overtly. It is just... so. It's such a romantic trailer. Like, like, can you imagine? Like, Kylo Ren is the only one who could really understand Ray, and that's basically what they just said here in the trailer. But yeah, so where do you guys think? Um, where do you guys think they're fighting? Because I don't think this is a Death Star, like in the tidal waves and stuff. I do think they're on the Death Star, but I think it's a different time than when they show her, her, them later, like at the like in the Death Star room. room. I think it's a different moment. I think they might be doing like Flash Force fights, also, like what, what's in what's been kind of like rumored. Yeah, because I mean. Kylo's like really wet here. Like he's soaking. Whoa. Is Ray wet? <laughs> um, what is she even wearing for her bra? Like no offense, but I want to know actually. Okay, that's a really she good. She has bra. some thick clothing around that area. She must have it wrapped. But um, yeah. No, I'm just like, why is it like not? She doesn't look Remember so wet. Remember what George said? There's no underwear in space. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's no underwear in space. So Ray doesn't. Ray looks kind of wet, but not. We just need to find out what kind of like tunic she's wearing because that's like a really Gucci <laughs> tunic. Her no, I think it's just that her clothes are thick. But yeah, yeah. clothes okay. are the only thing that's thick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're both soaked from the journey onto that ship. I don't even know where this is. Like, I'm trying to piece together what parts come first and what well, do, what like, like comes I mean, next. But you, I think it's an impossible task. If you remember the D23 trailer bit. Um, somebody pointed out that like if you see but like and this in this trailer there's like a turret gun like behind Ray and she's like waiting for Kylo to show up, and then in the other one, you don't see that turret gun behind her, so they might have moved places or this is a different part. I don't know. Yeah. So All right. the other Go thing on. I wonder with this is, um, so we have from the first trailer them in the desert. You know, where he's in his TIE fighter. Mm-hmm. And then we have this when they're on this we don't know water planet thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one where they're in the Death Star throne room. And Do you so think I'm wondering, that this like, is the first time they see each other face to face whenever she's looking at him like so mad? Oh, that Because makes she's sense. so mad. That makes sense. She does seem like she's. In, so this like, is after the ship part in the Impasana. Ampasana. But then you see in the later part of the trailer, you see like them on a little ship trying to get to the area where Ray is. So I'm very like, it's confusing me. The timeline is really confusing just because there's so many like different planets and environments that we can't really yeah. like piece it together. I know. Right now. <laughs> this is me trying and I, I'm failing, guys. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Are you? Is there anything else? Uh, oh, yeah, I, just want- I, have, I have one last comment I need to make. You cut off Matt, Danny. Um, his uh, that that hair is that is a pain in the rear. His hair all wet. Oh that's, my god! That's can not, you that's imagine? That's not gonna dry properly. I know, but can you imagine like trying to? His costume looks so heavy, and he's oh soaked. Gosh. Like I feel bad for. I mean, I'm sure he got a million dollars or something from this movie, so it's fine. Well, Dude, I get mean, the bag. Adam is a marine; like he he's used to carrying big, like heavy stuff, right? Don't they make yeah. you carry like a thousand yeah. pounds or something? So I mean, it still seems really annoying to be all wet, though. And could you imagine with a cape? Yeah, he's too? Hollywood now, Melissa. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he can do it. <laughs> yeah, he seems like one of those really crazy, intense actors, but 
Uh, okay. Yeah. So now we're going to go to the next bit at 111. Okay. Press play. Ooh, Saber. It's so hot. Are they rising up from the uh, water? I don't think it's water. It seems like I it's, think like it's dirt. dirt. Yeah. They're like, it's like corpses rising from the graves. Yes. Hold on. There's so much to talk about here because I forgot that this is a Palpatine section. I. Okay. So first we see this planet which i think is kajimi it's the uh it's really weird it's It's, a space um, iceberg yeah but is that a reflection of the top or is that Uh -uh. part in the bottom too it doesn't match if you look at the top part and the bottom part they don't match okay so it's an underwater planet and a top planet okay i don't think it's underwater i think it's like in space oh you think it's like just floating if you look in the background you can see like stars Ah, I see that. Yeah, you're right. So oh, I think it's wow. like a like a, a spaceberg. So it's not like a globe. Yeah. It's a space. Well, and now now bird. see, I thought it was just a reflection in the water too because I'm stupid, but now I'm noticing that um <laughs> uh, that there's no reflection there's no reflection of the ties in the water and what yeah, would be water or anything. So right. it has to be like in space or something. Especially like that. if you look at the left part, the left bottom part is different from the left top. yeah it's like a whole different thing going on wow okay that's cool i thought it was gonna be an underwater planet like the phantom menace but i guess not that's so cool though have you noticed this theme of like two different like type of dimensions like going on like in a bunch of different material not just with these this iceberg but also like if you saw the art of the rise of skywalker cover like with kylo like on the bottom part right at the top Yes, I have I have something to say about that, but um, yeah, we can say talk about that in a second when we get to the Vader mask. Yeah, but I feel like there's a whole different like um, two things coming together almost like this kind of theme going on. Just oh to put, yeah, put that put that out there. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. And then you have the ships, the Tie Fighters. Oh wait, these are Tie Fighters. <laughs> I just realized that these are the bad guys going to the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This whole time, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of ships for the resistance. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I have a Star Wars podcast? (laughs) I don't know anything. Okay, I'm I'm pressing. um, Okay. And then we see uh, Palpatine's Palpatine's throne. His big lotus throne. Yes. Yes. What the Force put a thing out there with a a post on Twitter for the lotus. uh, Yeah. Did and you it's see- cool because Padme's name means Lotus. Yeah, and so does Ren. I know. Oh, snap. He's like obsessed with those two, isn't he? Did you see the, the symbol on the chair? The Sith symbol? Yeah, I see it. it. Yeah, it's carved. He's so and- dramatic. I, I suppose they had to kill time, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Palpatine was down there for I don't know how long, 30 years. So he had to do something in his spare time. He had to kill time. Hold on, Did does you, the um, lotus mean, like, rejuvenation? Or am I making that up? Uh, like, I don't know. It's like, um, so the big thing with the lotus that always um, comes to my mind from a Star Wars perspective is, and I'll put this in, in the chat box, um, is this Sanskrit mantra, um, Omani Padme Hum, yeah. that actually oh. has Annie and Padme in it. Um, and it effect- and it basically means like the jewel in the lotus, which is this idea of um, oh what is it? Ah, it's escaping me right now. But it's this, 
it 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 means like oh here it is sort of like a like a purity kind of thing yeah and so yeah and it does i did look it up just now and it does have a rebirth kind of meaning yeah lotus does so it's funny because um palpatine obviously um he is obsessed with the skywalkers for a reason and i think that it's really cool that um his literal throne is a lotus kind of looking thing only it's more sinister obviously and also the sith symbol is really cool guys like it's really cool (laughs) like props to that designer right (laughs) yeah it is pretty cool i mean it looks like a i don't know i hope we see it in future things like probably we probably will I also feel like the, oh yeah, did you also see um Phil? I don't see his name right. Stolstak. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, he posted. My guy Phil. <laughs> yeah, we're on first name basis. We were hey, just Phil. gonna call him Phil. He posted that uh, this concept art for this throne in particular is actually done by Ralph McQuarrie in like 1981. Yes, I so think it's yeah. been around, which is really cool. But it was like I think um. I think it was a different looking throne in like a second concept art, but it was like almost around lava. Like yeah. Surrounding lava. So this is, this looks a little bit more cold, like almost, it doesn't really look like, yeah. s- like a snowy It's cold place. and dark. It's, it it's dead. It's, it's dead. Yeah, it's completely dead. Whole, dead. Everything's dead. Everything with Palpatine's dead. The ships that are being, the ships that are being pulled out of the ground are like corpses coming out of the, you know, graves like zombies. Like zombies. Everything's yeah. dead. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. this if, if the Sith troopers are also not alive that wouldn't surprise me at all if they and, weren't yeah. like and there's also theories that the knight of the knights of ren are actually not alive either mm. like what if they come like what if they show up because i mean who knows where they've been i mean there's rumors that they've uh came from like the beyond uh the yeah. outer rim and uh what if they come back like zombie zombified yeah like palpatine and did something kylo will never know because he doesn't care about what they look like <laughs> I'm really interested in how that was all going to play out. But yeah, um, and then here Palpatine is saying, long have I waited, like 40, how many years? He's, He's like 30 waited. something, like 30, 30, 30, Kylo? 31, 30? 31 years. Kylo is 31. Really? He's, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot, like time has passed. <laughs> yeah, that's when he died. Like, well, yeah, a year before. Okay. So he's saying, long have I waited, and now... And the ships are rising, and you're coming together. And then he says, we'll be your undoing. So there's a part of that sentence that's cut off from the trailer, isn't there? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot, probably. But, um, yeah, um, what do you guys think about about. that? So, like, the thing... Well, the first thing that I'm going to talk about um, is I am so, so, so thrilled that Ian McDermott is um, in this film. Yeah, Because he's amazing and yeah i couldn't imagine anyone else playing palpatine mm, well i mean because nobody yeah. <laughs> else has i mean they well, have and i just cartoon well, and i just love it because like um like he's a genuinely amazing actor who also like loves star wars and he had there's these really neat videos on youtube that were on i think revenge of the sith dvds or maybe on their website from before the film came out where he's talking about it um and like you can tell that ian like actually understands the story and what it's about and and i mean i'm sure he talked to george about it a lot oh yeah yeah and i just and i've just i've always just imagined like um you know if he you know how thrilled he must have been when they told him that 
you know, he was going to be back in nine. Yeah. And they told him that around the time Force Awakens was being made. Like when they told him yeah. like way in advance. I think um, I went to when I went to the celebration, uh, when I went to Star Wars Celebration, I think for the panel in episode nine, I think um, or it might have been. Um, I forgot if it was for the episode nine panel or for the uh, was he in the episode one Phantom Menace panel? I don't yes. remember now. Yeah. But I do remember him saying that George told him like after the original trilogy you know, he's dead. Like, yeah, Palpatine is dead. And I guess he kept asking, like, is he dead? Like, you know, kind of hinting, like, can he come back? And then, like, uh, in a, after episode, uh, once he told him, like, episode one uh, is going to come out and he's going to make the Phantom Menace and he's going to come back, you know, I guess he was still, like, wondering, like, you know, is he really dead? <laughs> like, he's always kept asking about it. <laughs> and, you know, I guess he's, like, now he's, like, yeah, he's uh, he came back finally. <laughs> so he's probably really happy about that. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, he fell into a hole. That's and like never to be seen completely again. <laughs> like I don't understand how we all believed he was really dead, and uh, we never questioned it. We never questioned yeah. it. I guess because everyone thought that was the end of the story. But if you fall into a hole and never, you're never like your body's not shown. You could not. It's like Star Wars one hundred and one that you may not be dead. Like Maul survived, and Leia, she was like flying into the so ship, that, and so that means there's just Papa so much that hinted at the fact that he wasn't dead and everybody was just like okay you know the people who are theorizing palpatine will be back are crazy but they were right yeah i can't i'm so mad at myself for not seeing that i'm like i'm like so mad at myself (laughs) i I mean it's so much even well i guess i'll talk about this even later but especially in the comics um you know when snow kind of in the in the snow comic when he throws kylo over the cliff or he drops him and he uses the force to push himself out, like to uh, push himself up or to prevent themselves from prevent themselves from being splattered, you know. I mean, you kind of thought that would be for the Emperor too, like when you when he fell down the deep hole of the Death Star, like wouldn't you think like him being so powerful, like he can just kind of I don't know, like use the force? <laughs> but, you know, that kind of you know, we don't know how he survived. I guess they're you know, obviously they're going to tell us, but that's, I'm yeah. like, you know, of course they're yeah, going to. It's going to be a lot of exposition. Like, <laughs> your grandfather thought he killed me, but he didn't. <laughs> and he like shakes his cane. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, like, here I am. <laughs> what if Palpatine has spider legs? <laughs> i actually have a good case for that <laughs> okay when we go farther on i have a good case for that i'll save that actually we'll talk about we'll say yeah save that because we still haven't talked about what he said he said long have <laughs> i waited and now you're coming together and it'll be your undoing and from a perspective of that this podcast endorses which is you know obviously a uh, reincarnation um Ooh. that makes perfect sense he waited for padme to be reborn and for kylo to like you know what I mean? Like Ray to yeah. be born and her to be finally ready. And then like, which means that she may have been a product of something that he manipulated. Like maybe he manipulated a person and then helped their birth or something. Like there's so many, ma- I mean, I don't really want to go into Ray's origins because it's kind of, a, we still don't know. It, but um, I could see that's why, like I can totally see him trying to manipulate her f- to be born. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it, I mean, if we're looking at this from what I think Revenge of the Sith makes fairly clear that he's involved in Padme's death. Yes. 
Um, you and my a- brother watched the Revenge of the Sith movie for the first time in like a week ago. And I asked him, so what do you think killed Padme? And he was like, hatred. And I'm like, yes, but like who specifically? And I was trying to egg him on to see what he would say. <laughs> and um, he was like, the Darth, the Darth, the, um, the Sith Lord. And I'm like, yes. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because um, I think the movie makes it super clear because then he literally, my brother, he told me, he was like, yeah, he was like, he was the one that sensed that she had died or something. And I think yeah. that it's easy for anybody to get it, even though it's not stated directly yeah. for how much people say that George like literally doesn't, is not subtle. That was kind of a, like that wasn't subtle, but it was subtle because it wasn't yeah. directly stated. Well, the Padme right. stuff is really weird. Just like, just Padme and Revenge of the Sith is just really weird in in the sense of like how with her death and all that, like it's just, it's just really interesting, like the music that they use in all of it and how like everybody treats her like this, this like she has this larger cosmic role in all of this. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just really always just so bizarre to me watching it just in the prequels in general just like like she's tree and like the scripts too like it's it none of this ended up in the films but like you know attack of the clones in the script um yoda talks about how padme's strong in the force yeah and in a lot of the revenge of the sith concept stuff there's this art where like you know they were going to talk about how she had the most midichlorians of anybody and all this just really bizarre stuff with her in the force that, you know, ended up on the cutting room floor. And one thing that was on the kind of um, in the movie um, that wasn't like obviously Padme using the force, but it was obviously whenever Padme and Anakin were having their little connection when yeah. they were very sad and about like Anakin was sad about what he was about to like do to his himself. And then Padme was sad because she I mean, I guess she's you know feeling I mean? it. She's feeling it. She's they're having, their, they're having yeah. their force. They're having their force bond. And that's they're really bond. beautiful because they were connected through their children. Like, I understand yeah. that, like, the other stuff was cut out from Attack of the Clones. And it does seem like whenever she's fighting the droids and everything, that there's something like going on there that we don't understand because she's like a lot of Jedi are being killed. And Padme is just on top of it. Like, it's kind of crazy. But, um, and I know that the Yoda part where he sensed the um, force sensitivity in her was cut out. But um, in the Revenge of the Sith, I think it's really beautiful that they kind of subtly put it there because it's like right. Anakin and uh, Padme are f- like I they never get there because of reasons of the miscommunication and stuff. But in that moment, they can feel each other like completely. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful it's- because it's through Leia and Luke. And that's why, like, that was, you know, there. uh, And I don't don't want to jump too far ahead in the trailer, but, you know, that's the really good point with the Luke and Leia is, you know, how does this trailer end? It ends with Kylo, Rey, Luke, and Leia. Mm -hmm. So if you're viewing this from the perspective of Kylo as Anakin and Rey as Padme, the family is together for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And even, like, if you remember in the Revenge of the Sith, there's, like, that subtle scene when... Anakin is watching like the temple burning down and then it cuts to Padme like and she's like just sitting at the couch just like crying 
it's like it's just the way they cut those two scenes together it's almost like they could feel what's going on like anakin starts crying then and then cuts to padme crying it's like they're feeling each other it's so weird yeah the the prequels are like like people like it's i don't know how to express what i'm trying to get here but like the prequels are so weird in the anakin padme stuff not in the sense that oh they're poorly written but like like how how it seems like just there's something missing yes yes like yes, for all yes. The, like it the, is like that there's something missing in this and that you know and and i think that this whole pad ray thing is just that missing piece that we're getting yeah, and so then people will go back watch the prequels and be like oh okay this all makes sense now yeah well even yeah. like chris terrio in the magazine i forgot which one um empire. They, yeah empire they he even said like you know asking the question of who is ray and they're not saying not just by like what everyone's wondering about like her parentage but also spiritually who is ray which you know brings a lot of questions like what do you mean spiritually you know yeah. like who she is with the force and, and like and the other question he asked when they let chris terrio out of his box that they've been <laughs> out of the basement in, um when he says uh you know what what how strong is the force or like what what that what was that question? It was like how strong is the force? What is yeah. the most power of the mm-hmm. force? Something like that. And it's just like like those are the two questions he thinks the rise of Skywalker answers the most. I'm like, oh good lord, this film's gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's gonna kill us. Yes, it's strong enough to reincarnate two people for generations until they get their shit together. But, right. But Ben's gonna fall in a pit and then nobody can save him. Yes. Okay. Um. What part are we on? We're going to wait. Go I, I wait. Want there's to more. Talk about <laughs> yeah, one sorry. thing though, because there's this um, one dish that Falcon has. Hold on. I want to go back to um. Sorry. I want to go back no, to go ahead. Palps's quote real quick, because there was something that Ty said on Twitter that I think is really cool, where she says that um Palps's quote has like a double meaning, and I think Matt, I think you were tagged in this earlier. Uh, where she says, like, where he says, long have I waited, and now you're coming together as you're blah, 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 and doing. So she's saying, basically, that the double meaning is, you know, it makes sense that we can kind of speculate saying that Ben and Ray coming together is his undoing, but he cannot see that because he cannot, like, perceive yeah. love. Oh, and yeah. It, yeah. And it's so crazy because it's like, He's the villain, so obviously anything like the villain says is obviously going to be like the opposite, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like, oh, you know what? I think about this quote, um, especially the undoing part, which uh-huh. I think is kind of stated weirdly in the trailer. But I think that he's seen their coming together be their undoing before. So yes. why would it be yeah. any different yeah. even if they have force powers? But it's going to be different because that's just what the story is going to do. But um, I think that's mm-hmm. the point. Like Palpatine, he already thinks that he already knows how this yeah. game plays out. Yeah. He's been the even- mastermind through the Skywalker's whole life since Anakin was um, introduced to him. And so... And yeah, I'm including some, uh-huh. um I'm including Padme when I say Skywalkers and um so <laughs> yeah, it's just even uh, somebody else in the Twitter thread commented I I cannot say their name like E Claire or something they say like but also Anakin and Padme coming together brought about their end so it's like he's expecting that to happen again like you know that yeah. Yeah. 
this is gonna end badly so that makes the beginning of the quote which is long have mm -hmm. i waited like he waited for them to come together and i feel like there's an again missing from that Mm -hmm. quote like i waited for you to come together again (laughs) but um yeah now it's gonna be different because they're superior in every way yeah that's the thing with palpatine that um you know all these villains in these children's stories but especially palpatine they're like they don't they don't understand love and it's like it's like voldemort and harry potter they don't understand love like this is just completely removed from their um they think it's weak frame of reference yeah they think it allows you and you know that's even something that the that's even something that the jedi well i mean the jedi encouraged love because they wanted unconditional love for every single human being but they thought that loving an individual person was bad and palpatine thought that loving an individual person was bad because what what does that do to you it opens you up to vulnerabilities it opens you up to being hurt and it opens you you up to like the possibility of like you know something horrible happening to this person and i think that this story for so long or at least in the prequels and um for so long it's looked at love or like the i guess the jedi and palpatine they have looked at love as something that's destructive to the organizations that they want and i think obviously star wars is about love the force is love and everything that you feel for a person Mm -hmm. so i think it's kind of um important that like bray and kylo are like these like symbols for Mm -hmm. that kind of love does that make sense like a romantic kind of love that maybe is gonna help like better Mm -hmm. the whole galaxy instead of cause ruin as it has before and I can see Palpatine being the puppet master throughout all of this, you know, because the like, Phantom he'll... Menace, you could say. <laughs> yes, he brought Ray and Kylo together, thinking that you know them being together would be their undoing, and you know he could take advantage of that, kind of how he took advantage of uh, Padme and Anakin, you know, because he pretty much kind of played matchmaker with them too, you know. So he played yeah. matchmaker with he he maybe, like, he maybe he started the connection like how he like everyone thought Snoke did. Or maybe, you know, it might have been Palpatine. But maybe, obviously, doing this caused his own undoing, you know, later on in the end. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be his undoing. And I think that any, like, we're still on the Sheev Dumption train. What's up? (laughs) Choo-choo. I think that's going to also be an undoing part. Like, maybe he won't melt into, like, into nothingness whenever he's being shown compassion. But he definitely won't understand it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's the thing with um, um, with the Ray and Kylo with the whole the whole love idea with this is uh, with Palpatine he doesn't so you know he doesn't understand love and I think he's never experienced it as as I've ranted many times before I don't I don't think he um I don't yeah. I don't think he had like a good relationship with his parents I don't think he had anybody in his life that was yeah I think he probably sh- saw that power power could be something that could um, replace the power of the love that he never felt and so like he he views this all as a way of getting you know getting all this power and i think this is why there's all this death imagery associated with him throughout the saga but particularly now in this final film mm-hmm. where like you know his army's all dead with you know the ships rising you know he's you know decrepit he's in this subterranean i'm assuming it's underground where his throne is because it looks all dark and dead right you know it's all black you know and this is what the life without love gets you death nothing nothing else because you're not alive 
Right. So even if, let's say, Palpatine did find a way to beat death and, you know, uh, survive or, you know, he's always trying, he was always trying to find a way to, you know, conquer death. So even let's say, okay, he did find a way to conquer death. Well, look at his life. Like he's still dead. Yeah. So I think that's really telling. So um, I lost track of the time. I have about like five or 10 minutes left. Just Oh, okay. That's cool. We got the majority of the stuff, yeah. kind of so the important we things. Can, I don't know what you have. If there's like one or two last things you want to talk about that you want to um, be around for. Let's see. What other important parts in the trailer are there? You, you, could, you could hear me cry about 3PO. <laughs> yes, let's do that because I'm sure that's more intense. Yeah. Okay. So what did you think about the 3PO so, scene? So, um, and and Daniela will know this person, but Ugnot, as as you know him, um, he has this idea, and I really like this, that the whole thing with 3PO is that he's going to become like some sort of real boy kind of thing like uh-huh. not literally not literally become a human but like kind of like you know what the purpose of the pinocchio story is you know how he wants to become a real human um because there's this thing with how that's bothered it doesn't bother me but i find it's noteworthy in the last jedi where like luke who is just the force at the end on crate you know he's not physically there he's just this force manifestation um he appears and a droid can see him you know droids shouldn't be able to see him because you know droids can't tell the force mm-hmm. but yet this droid is sensing the force yeah um and the whole purpose of this 3po scene in the trailer is him feeling love for people and droids shouldn't be able to feel love because they're not alive yes. but Ooh. how's he feeling love you know and the whole thing with um 3po in the phantom menace is he was built for the explicit purpose of anakin loving his mother of Anakin wanted somebody to help his mother oh, with things. You're gonna make us cry. <laughs> so, so this cry. whole this whole thing with three PO is is sort of the um is the uh, the apex of his journey in a way over these nine films. Is he's he's learned the love that was to, that created him. He's been watching Anakin's family <laughs> this whole dramatic like <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> He's been watching Anakin's family and making sure they're okay. And he's so this is this whole and like and there and there's no way you know there's no way he's in any actual real danger. You know, no, he, like I don't he, think he's really gonna be like known. what I think. What I think ends up happening is he gets all his memories from not just the original films and the sequels, but also the prequels back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, and, and he That'd becomes, be so cool. and this is sort of him becoming, you know, being reborn as this real person where he has his whole lifetime's memories and and he can see everything. Yes. And I'm gonna just ball in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that'd be such an emotional scene. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Is there? Probably, are are you? Do you need to go now? Or no, I have is about. There one I have more about. Thing? Yeah, I have time for about one more thing, probably. Okay, we need to talk about smashing Vader's helmet. Oh God, that's neat. I want to know when where I that realize, is. Huh? I want to know where that is. Like where it is looks, I know. Because it's it so white. It looks like a city, but also a ship. It's it almost like, looks like Cloud City, to be honest. Yeah. The interior. I it's, agree with that. It's so weird to me because um, nothing empire first order is white like this mm-hmm. but it has in the background the first order empire elevator design yeah with right. those circles but it looks like like the thing that i think when i first saw it was um 
the the Tantive Four from A New Hope. You know, the white ship that the film begins on. Yeah. yeah. Well, there but, was also rumors about Kylo having like an all white ship. And it's just it's just so it's so weird. And like Kylo just stands out in this white background. It's just such yes, a weird. Yes, because we we've seen him looking at Vader's mask, but he's unmasked at that yeah. point. And here he has his mask, yeah. and it does look like the same place. And Did I think Ray has the him? Sith dagger. Oh yeah, yeah the da- the, da- the dagger that's used in the. Uh, 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 concept, concept art for art Padme. For Padme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and if you look at the corner, if you cl- look at the corner right of it, there's the beads. There's yeah. Ray's beads that yeah, she's given on the, the sound. Wait, where? Uh, you see the on, right, the, on the are bottom you on the right. Screen? On the screen where they're smashing the helmet, there's some beads on the corner. On are the... you saying that they're like already like broken and off? Like, I think uh, Kylo snatches it from her neck. Okay, I could maybe. And then, did you see also Chewie's um, bandolier in the background? No, Where? you didn't. It's right in the middle, like right behind the helmet, the Vader's helmet. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. Oh, yeah. Pause. Yeah, there it is. Oh wait, isn't there it a is, thing uh, that Bo he kidnaps Chewie? Yeah, there's a rumor that um, Chewie gets kidnapped or taken, and I think even like if you look at the scene previously with Poe and Finn running through the halls, like Chewie does not have his equipment. He's yeah, like a regular bl- blaster. So maybe they're breaking him out. Oh, and something that I wanted to mention for the Vader mask portion is, um, okay, so there's the Vader mask. And in the concept art, we have them on two opposite sides. And he's wearing the mask in that side. Mm-hmm. And we know from Force Collector that there's ways to touch an object and you're transported to seeing something else or you're transported elsewhere. And we've known that the Vader mask has shown Kylo things and so I am mm-hmm. thinking maybe that now that Ray and Kylo are together, maybe they're being transported into like some world between the worlds <laughs> thing through the mask. Oh, Does that make sense? Neat. Yeah, that'd be really neat. Ooh. That's what I was thinking because the mask, the only time we've ever seen the mask is in that concept art, like him actually wearing it. So I think that's significant and that's why they're like smashing it together because maybe they're freaked out and they the only way to like stop this is like to smash that thing. If that makes any sense. I know it's convoluted, but I think there has to be an explanation as to why they're smashing it and why there's like there's like two other things I want to point out too. Like Kylo I know Ray takes like a full swing at it, but Kylo doesn't take like a full swing. It almost looks like he may be like blocking her hit or something. It's you weird because so? he doesn't like hit it exactly. I don't know. It's weird yeah. how it he's It looks like they're working together. It but... does though. And it, right at the end, you can see him going to remove his mask. Yeah. So, All right. yes. so, there's, so there's one last thing I'm going to say and then I'm going to head and I'll, I'll have to listen to the rest of your analysis on it, the trailer. So Thank the thing, you. the thing with me with the trailer was how like how beyond the Raylo was like how hopeful it was. Yes, like it you made had me this so whole, like, happy. The hopeful music you had the whole, the story lives forever. It's just yes, it's, right over them, right over them, <laughs> right and like all the them. all the light on the like the last time you see Kylo in the trailer, he's just like wrapped in light, and like he looks so content and is like you know walking with a new newfound yeah. purpose. That's when he turns. Oh, totally. Spoiler alert. It's after he sees <laughs> I think, dad. I think so. It's after he sees after dad. After he sees dad, his dad. Dad hugs yeah. him. 
And then he has his determined look because he's like, yes, dad, I'm going to make you proud. Oh, my well. God. Stop it. And then, oh, and then the last look that Ray has is like her looking that's at when, Ka- Yeah. That's when she with sees the, him walking in. With the, Luke and Le- with the Luke and Leia, who are her kids, saying the force always. will be with you. Always. <laughs> that, uh, so um, the Leia voice just kills me. Oh, my God. That just, every every single time she speaks in the film, it's going to just kill me. I know. Yeah. I didn't catch it till the second time I watched yeah, it. Yeah, same. Yeah, I was I was like I was kinda tearing up still over the three PO thing and then I heard Leia's voice and I legit just started bawling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. um, so thanks for um thanks for having me on briefly. Thanks for to, joining to us talk about and this. Thank, you, yes. Thank you. You can follow him at Blind Man Baldwin on Twitter. Yeah. And read his uh his um essays that he writes on the Star Wars Cantina Reddit. Oh, they're pretty bad. You don't have to read them. <laughs> they're they're no, you should read them. They're right, good. So, uh, they're thanks. good. Bye. Right, thank you. Bye. Okay, so we were what what moment in the trailer were we at? Um we were after the we were in the throne. We were um like one like one minute. We were just about to see like the falcon drop down in front of okay. the camera. Okay. So there was uh let's see. There's a lot of ships here. <laughs> there's a lot of ships that people have been freaking out about. There's, yes, there's um, ghosts from um, Rebels. Mm-hmm. There's Han's old freighter from TFA. Um, some people were speculating the Colossus in the background from uh, Resistance, but I don't actually think. Oh, it's that would be the, cool. It would be cool, but I don't think it's it. But I mean, it makes sense if the Colossus actually. They should have. You know what they should have done to like make me really happy? They should have put the Naboo ship. Oh yeah, the <laughs> old like Naboo classic Padre. Padre overload. I've honestly like. I feel like I've gotten to know more ships <laughs> since I got into the, like, really got into the fandom. Because now I'm like, oh, okay. Like, and now I'm actually, like, paying attention to what ship is what. And it's crazy. Because <laughs> never before had I even cared. And obviously the Falcon has a new dish. Yeah. I wonder if Lando kind of helped with that. Like, yeah. He's like, you guys it. have been treating my baby like shit. Oh my god! You know he's gonna say something about that. He's gonna say something oh, about definitely. Han like taking a ship and treating it like a garbage, you know, a garbage mm-hmm. ship. Yeah. Um. So let me see what else. Okay, we're past that part. You, yeah, we're at one eleven, I think. One eleven, and then Kylo and Ray keep fighting. Like, but they, what- if you look, it doesn't really look like they're fighting for real. It almost looks like they're like Kylo when he's swinging. He doesn't look like he's actually like. If you've seen, I've I mean, seen him fight the. Praetorian I'm more cynical, guards. and I think they are fighting, but I think they really are fighting, and they are like, I really don't want to hurt you though, but right, let's right. still like, fight because we still hate seen, each other. We've seen Kylo. And is this on the Death Star? And, Sorry, I think it is. Okay, and we've seen Kylo and Rey like fight the Praetorian guards, where they're like really fighting for their lives. Here, it almost looks like they're just playing at this point. Like it's almost like at that point, it's like they're just not. Seriously trying to hurt each other. And they're always other. blocking each other's shots because they know right. what move they're doing. Yeah. It's not... They're not really trying to hurt each other. Okay. So now we're going to go down to 1-11 and then... Where Ray is um, 
shipping herself the 111... again. Oh, wait. You stop at 127 with the 3PO. Though, I think we've already talked about 3PO. Oh, but what about... um? Yeah. Ooh, oh, wait. Ray... There, you can see that I think this is Poe and Finn. They're... Uh-huh. No, this is Rey on this yellow ship heading Yeah, I think it's Rey. She's alone. I think she's alone going to the Death Star. Oh. So it makes you wonder where... But this looks like a different... This looks different mm. than the place where Kylo and Rey were fighting. Does it yeah, not? Yeah, I, I bet you the place where Kylo... It doesn't look like the same. It, I bet you where Kylo and Rey were fighting, I bet you that was a force flash fight. And here she's maybe. actually going to the Death Star. And maybe she goes to the throne room. And that's why Kylo doesn't look wet. <laughs> mm. You know? So yeah, that might be two The timeline scenes. of this is so confusing to me. It is. Okay, so praying it up to the i like how ray's biting her thumb <laughs> she's like what is going on i look a little babu frick though yeah and He's so um, little you know when i when they showed the toy of him in the um triple force friday uh star wars show like feed i didn't when they showed the toy the toy of him compared to 3po i thought maybe it was like a different scaled like model of babu frick i didn't think he was like actually that small in comparison but oh my god he's really small no wonder he's good at tinkering with toys and i like how poe asks him are you what are you doing like what the like he's kind of like don't do this even though he's been the one that hates has been hating on 3po like aggressively like in the last jedi at the end in the cave but obviously they were in dire straits at that point but um yeah no i mean this scene is very emotional because like i genuinely you know matt's explanation i genuinely started tearing up because it's true like anna or anakin created 3po and r2 is padme's uh his her um her droid or whatever and like they followed the family through their every stage and i mean right now they're not obviously they're with leia or they were with leia and then now they're with ray and everybody else but if we're looking at it through uh reincarnation like ray she's there and um so yeah no i'm what i'm just trying to say is that it's kind of he anakin created 3po to watch help his mom out but he ended up helping his entire family out the entire family which is incredible he's like the butler the family butler oh but like like on like alfred levels from batman because you know alfred like protects oh he's the fan so much yeah yeah and then we see we see what's her name um sorry bliss we see sorry bliss here yeah and she's with i didn't uh, see her right away she looks she blended in so well (laughs) she blends in so well especially with the gold coloring of the whole scene but yeah so and look at dio and bb8 they look so so cute cute. and they're um, looking up at 3po like what are you doing buddy (laughs) did you catch um when you advance a little further and c3po saying he's taking a last look at his friends if you look at the right at the far right yeah there's the droid there's a phantom Mm -hmm. menace droid right the battle droid the the battle droids from the yeah i saw that It, it was so cool so you know this is like a droid factory or just or babu frick's like factory yeah, he's just a person who has all the droids at his disposal just in case yeah and i think yeah 3po is like a real person like i obviously he's <laughs> a droid but he has real emotions he really loves his family like and despite somebody him said, just being a protocol right. droid 
somebody I forgot I should have wrote it down. Somebody on Twitter said that C three PO is kind of like breaking the fourth wall here. He's kind of yeah. like telling yes, us, yeah, the it's, audience. that's you know when I first watched this scene, I wasn't very emotional. I was just like, okay, they're just playing this to emotionally manipulate us. But when you think about his <laughs> words, he's, he's taking um. He's taking a one last look at his friends. That's what we're going to be doing when we watch The Rise of Skywalker. Because we're never <laughs> going to see these characters again in like a future sense. Like their story is probably not going to be far. Like they're not going to write stuff about the future for them, in my opinion. But it might not be because obviously capitalism. But um, <laughs> this is the last look in a movie sense that we're going to see right. these people. For this saga. So, yeah. And I think obviously we, a lot of people grew up with this saga. A, a lot of people grew up with past sagas, and it's just very emotional because that's what Star Wars has been to us, and we're saying goodbye. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's ending. <laughs> I still hope there's a okay. Well, future. Um, okay, future so now we're gonna move that. on to one forty. Mm-hmm. This Christmas, I guess there's no stormtrooper rebellion. It's okay. I mean, you don't know. He, they're you shooting down really white know. stormtroopers. But yeah, we don't know. But that could be early on. Okay, and then I think Luke says... Oh, confronting wait, oh. fear is the destiny of the Jedi. And oh, this is a lot. <laughs> right here is like a lot. Too. I want to analyze it because... Do you think that's what what yoda would have said in the prequel trilogy that confronting fear is the destiny of the jedi because i i come from two minds about it well not two Mm -hmm. minds but i think about um how he was always like avoid your fear or whatever he's like let go of it but Mm -hmm. that's not kind of confronting it does that make sense yeah i feel like the mindset of the jedis and you know during the prequels and the jedi academy is you know you have to you know just you know it's different than it's not like you're gonna confront your fears it's almost just like just not even like acknowledging it at all just move past it just move past it just be the jedi you're supposed to be yeah so it's like just be the jedi you're supposed to be have no you know do what you're supposed to do and you'll be fine. But they don't really acknowledge that, you know, the actual dark parts of, like, you know, being a person. You know, like, you do have fears, you do have insecurities, but they just kind of gloss over it. And like, well, you know, just do what you're supposed to do and you'll be fine. So they don't yeah, really... so that's why... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's more black and white. They just, you know, they just say, do what you're supposed to do. And, you know, all of these will all fall into place. You know, you don't have to do anything else than that. So I think it's really important that... A Jedi would actually confront their fears or, you know, a Jedi being like anybody, really. And I think it's um, important for Luke to say this because we saw mm -hmm. him confront his fear. His fear was Kylo. Like, his fear was his sister. Yeah. He went head on. He, he, and also in the original trilogy, his fear was his father and becoming like him. And he confronted him. And I think Luke is, like, obviously he's one of the greatest heroes of all time and i think it's really significant that he's saying this because it's kind of like an ideology change in the future of the um the future of the jedi because that's how you're gonna Uh survive you're not gonna survive by avoiding fear or like obviously he tried to he 
for a second, like a minuscule second or whatever, like a little second, he, he, um, he was, he thought the best solution was to kill Kylo, but because he Mm -hmm. saw the darkness in him and that's something he feared. And instead of, you know, asking Kylo what was up and what he could do to help and how Kylo could be nurtured the best in the best way, like he, obviously ruined everything and created kylo ren which also kylo had his own um he also was part of that it wasn't just luke it's fault but um yeah so i think that's important that luke is the one that's saying that because he's he has so much history you know right and i think you know i mean i don't uh, i mean i think most of the jedi back then did have that kind of black and white thinking but i do feel like yoda would kind of he wouldn't necessarily say face your fears, but he'd be a little bit more like confronting what you're afraid of because he did tell Luke to go face Vader, you know? And- yeah, and I think that's he that's an that's obviously I think an advancement in his philosophy. Does that make sense? Right. Well yeah, at that point he was older. I mean you we don't know how old Yoda is, but at that point he did experience a lot more and he did see a lot more by that point, especially with the Empire. So I think, you know, by that point, he's like, okay, well, this is something you have to confront. Because he even told Luke, you have to go into the cave. And whatever's in there, you have to face. So I think by that point, Yoda's a little bit more, I guess, knowledgeable. Um, But especially this whole point of what I really want to hone in on is facing your fears. Is because that's the whole reason how Palpatine came to power. He's the one who kind of, you know put put gas in the fire for Anakin's fear of uh, losing Padme and, you know, his dying in childbirth and just him being afraid of losing everything, all his attachments that he had to Padme and his family. Palpatine, you know, stoked that fire and he allowed, you know, fear is what took the Jedi out. It's Anakin's fear. He's because he's the one who took them all down. So I think facing your fears is the Jedi destiny. That's I think that what Luke said, that is literally like how this could all be avoided as if you face your fears rather than just react to them, you know, like kind of how Anakin did. And that's how yeah. Palpatine snagged him. Like, well, obviously, I can help and that's you how he this. came into power. He, he, and he, um, mm-hmm. he, yeah, with the people, like the, he exposed when he became- Padme's weakness in her, her nation her her planet being harmed and And even like when he told the senate like what happened he he you know flipped it obviously and he said that the jedi attacked me and you know because of this fear of the jedi now we have to make ourselves like protected with my empire and then everything i'm gonna do to protect us so he like kind of you know stoked that fire too like well we're gonna protect ourselves we'll be safe from the jedi because we're gonna be better you know and whatever he he made it seem that the Jedi were a lot worse and he made everyone afraid of them. So I mm-hmm. think, you know, fear is the biggest thing in the Skywalker saga that has yeah. taken the whole thing down. So yeah. doing this fear. would fix everything. Yeah. And then let's see what else to talk about in this clip. We see them in the Ampasana and they're, um, they throw this grenade kind of thing, but it's yellow smoke to get rid of the um, stormtroopers who are chasing them. Which okay. I think BB-8 hits like something like a gas canister yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, so he's the one that makes it go. I think. 
Do you see um this next chat with the Y Wing? I we've had like rumors that Zori is gonna be piloting this Y Wing through like Lego leaks. Yeah. Reyes? No, uh Zori Bliss. Zori, okay. And uh I think R2 is on it also. Like people have said that if you zoom or not zoom, just kind of pause it at a certain point you can kinda of see R2. I don't know. I can't really tell. Mm, I I don't know. I see a droid, but I don't know yeah. if R2. Because you know how those ships always have droids to help. Yeah, there's always an astromech on there. <laughs> astromech. <laughs> oh, I see it. Okay, I see it. It's a blue one, so it might be R2 for sure. But I don't know if it's R- <laughs> R2 or some other blue one, but I see it. I see what you're saying. This next shot is crazy because... I just love BBA. He's trying his best to like keep oh, up with everyone. Oh my god, it's the cutest thing. <laughs> He's isn't trying it? so hard. He's to rolling run. and rolling. Like what is he going gonna fast, do? You know, like BBA. What is or what? Well, I mean, obviously we've seen BBA kill people. So, <laughs> um, but True. I this this moment is what made me emotional. Like the first time that I got emotional was during my second watch, and I watched Jana and Finn ride the orbex up into the war or whatever and i i got so emotional because i thought about how Jana obviously she's rumored to be someone who was taken from her family and to the first order but she got away or something and then also finn that happened to him too so them leading this fight against the first order who destroyed their lives is like really emotional you know what i mean yeah and just the whole fact that they're riding these or they call them they call them orbacks these horse-like things they're riding it on a death star like not a death star it, i'm sorry i started where's destroyer. gravity huh well i mean there might be like a low atmo or something where there no i mean gravity. it doesn't matter either way <laughs> like that's what uh, the point i'm trying to say like well, yeah. people are gonna get mad but you know people yeah, always I mean, be mad it's so crazy like jj literally told ryan like to hold his beer because he was gonna go a lot he's gonna make people than, matter than mary yeah. poppins uh, <laughs> uh leia yeah okay um, and then uh let's just continue and watch the best more. shot the best shot the story lives forever do you and- think that's like really <gasps> coincidence? Oh, this is- <laughs> I never even noticed the words. I didn't read it because I was too busy paying attention to the images. The story lives forever, Daddy. like they have. It's Look at so, it. Melissa. It is blatant <laughs> and in your face, like how. Oh man, because obviously, reverse on the dollar slash reincarnation is kind of like they've been living thousands of generations living you now, and I mean, <laughs> it's you- just. Did it's you very also, obvious and blatant. Did you also notice somebody pointed out on Twitter? Look, I got a the lot yin of yang. stuff from Twitter. The yin yang, the yin yang. Yes, if I you noticed, look at the yes. the window and the back yeah. of the yeah, I'm just explaining for the pod. But if you look at the window in the back of the the throne chair, that um, it's like oh, it's white. It's got the circle, and then if you look to the right, it's more curved, and it kind of goes into a darker section. It looks like the yin yang symbol. Oh my god! Also, like, another thing that Ugnaught has pointed out is, uh-huh. what is this? This is the second Death Star, and this is like where An- Anakin came back. This is where he yes. returned to his son because of the love that he had for Padme and Luke and every part of his family. Obviously, this is where he turned, and I mean, we've read yeah. the leak that are like well 
Ray injures Kylo, and it, and then he gets he he gets healed by Ray, and Kylo um, sees his father, and his father tells him that it's it isn't too late to turn. So the fact that they might be turning in the same exact spot. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> oh man. I mean, the whole scene, like leak wise, is still kind of iffy. But I mean, if he does, I'm just return, saying that if it happens, either way, they're still on the second Death yeah. Star, and it's symbolic. Uh, like that, this place has such a big weight to it in terms of family history for um, mm-hmm. Kylo, obviously. So whatever happens here is going to be really deep and beautiful and symbolic. So I, uh-huh. I also, I, yeah. that's why I'm like, okay, it might happen because I think that, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, this whole scene is like the best shot. Yeah. And Ray has a higher ground, but it's like, he looks like, did you notice the light is just shining down on Kylo? Yeah. Like, it's like just bathing him in light. Like that's just yeah. so for it's so much foreshadowing like how do you not how do people not see this i don't know i know this is the most romantic trailer ever but okay. <sighs> it's somebody i just i'm sorry like i i don't even know i think he has a saber in his other hand i know a lot of people are there, like yeah. he doesn't have it but i think he has it on his other hand it's covered maybe somebody, it's not ignited um, right at this moment but i think he has it somebody on twitter pointed out that oh, what's her name meg sailor scout or something she points out that somebody said to her that this whole place looks like a cathedral. Yes. Yeah. Like it's raised on all white. Ben yeah, looks like a prince. I see it. Like it's just so. But oh, yeah, like this is shot. like a really, this is a um, place that's really heavy with meaning and symbolism and like not even symbolism, but just plain straight up plain um, text. Like it's not just even subtext either. It's like this is where Bader turned. This is where the fate of the galaxy completely shifted. Um so I think that whatever happens here is going to be uh, mind blowing. I think what if I think this is where he says like uh that he knows Ray. Like Ray says like nobody knows me, but what if he says that he does. Oh, in Maybe. this scene. I don't know. I mean, he could say it in a force bond too, but I don't. If yeah. you slow it down, you can see that Kylo's talking, but we just can't really yeah, tell what yeah. he's saying. And then we, here we have the same shot that we had from The Force Awakens of Finn yelling out for Rey. And then obviously there's the Vader mask, and we've already talked about that extensively, so we can just move on. And, um, okay. And here's the Star Destroyers and the Orbax at the bottom. Mm-hmm. They're what are, i don't even know what their plan is here but i guess that's for the movie <laughs> some, to tell some us have, right some have speculated that the first order and the resistance the resistance have teamed up to defeat um you think that that's the first order teaming up with the with the resistance i mean like they're literally on the first order type ships yes. i think because uh, uh, oh, the other okay. um yeah the empire ships or uh, star destroyers look a little bit different yeah. But, I didn't think about that, but I have been thinking. I have thought about that kind of stuff before. Because I mean, you've like, heard me talk ever that they're going to team up somehow because the other ships are probably more dangerous. If you, I mean, if you think about it, like these star destroyers have like turrets on their ships. Like if they really want to get rid of the, the resistance, like like they could across do their, so. yeah, they could just shoot them with their turret. Like what are they going to so, do? So do you they're, think that the storm's troop, trooper rebellion is still on, in the cards? Maybe. Maybe or like maybe not... the first order just flipping. I think you know it, there's, because... there's a possibility that the first order could just flip. 
yeah because i think for the longest time i think people were obviously like okay well the first order and the resistance are both bad but i mean i don't agree with that kind of mentality but i think that if the resistance the first order just flips i think the resistance will be like okay well you guys did bad things but um we need all the help we can get so okay jump on board or let let us jump on board because you guys have all the resources and especially if their supreme leader is kylo i think that that could easily be yeah um, like they could be done flipped like and also if hux is the um if hux is the really if he's like working with the f- resistance and helping them out as the leaks have stated i think it has a lot of um you know a lot of credibility that they flip obviously they're on the death death that they're on the star destroyer so that hasn't that means something yeah i like how do they even get there like they just don't it's a huge ship and like, they they're right by it's not even like they're super far away from another ship like they're right by one so right if they were their enemies they could easily just be destroyed but yeah okay so do you think we'll get poe on a uh on a tie again um <laughs> that would I be cool but i don't know I, <laughs> I mean that's like a little detail like okay, i don't but... really care if she's on a tie or not <laughs> Okay. All you guys <laughs> hating on Poe has made me think of Poe more than I've ever thought of Poe. So thank you guys. You've made me a Poe stand. Okay. <laughs> Continuing on. Oh okay. my god, this shot. Okay, this and shot then right there's here. I think this is the moment where Kylo turns. I think if he's on like it would maybe this is the throne room. You know, like we've mentioned, maybe this is the throne room on the Death Star. Maybe, um, but, but it just, looks like the Death Star. Like or look at the, Oh, Somebody... the throne room in the Death Star. Yes, I I see what you're saying. I agree. <gasps> and the the do you behind behind Kylo? Look at uh-huh. what's behind Kylo. There's two red dots. I know the whole red dot thing. Like shout out to Sarah for for talking about the red eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But and like, then the last shot is um. But uh, hold on, hold on. The um, who was it? Somebody on Twitter said that you're like, always the, like someone on Twitter. Someone on Twitter. I just I browse Twitter a lot, so it's like I just remember these things, but I don't know who said them. Um, the if 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 you if you hear this and you know that it was you, tell me please. Um, the gold light on Kylo's head, like is it like it means something? <laughs> like it means something that there's this gold light, particularly on his face. Like it's there, and he moves towards it. He's moving towards the light, and then the light shines behind him. Like it's just a lot of filmography here that's just so telling. I can't, Danny. I can't do this anymore. It's just so obvious. The light thing has been a motif in Kylo for since the first movie. He looks so. just so determined in the shot. Like he's, I just he's feel turning. like he's, he's going to do what he knows he has to do to save finish what his yeah uh, grandpa started maybe what his grandpa started and then here we have uh palpatine he's on the chair it's kind of like a wheelchair i'm assuming that's i think there's tubes that he's connected to this is definitely a different chair than what the throne the throne then yeah but do you see do you see the tube i do see the tubes yeah okay so i might photoshop he's heading toward he's looking it looks like he's like walking towards ray I think he's obviously I'm, backing away. So there's, there's, I have this crack theory that he's has spider legs. Okay, because it looks very like wobbly. Like he's not walking straight. It's almost yeah. like he's kind of. I don't know. Maybe it's just I mean, the it way would, that it's shot. I mean, Star Wars has definitely never shied away from spider legs. So, <laughs> and all right, and see, then you if have you look at, if you look at Ray in the like Ray's background, 
there's that hole, <laughs> that pit. I don't know if that's the pit that everyone's referring to that somebody is never seen again once they fall in it. But other than the pit, do you see these panels? Like these panels on the floor? Mm-hmm. They're very re- rectangular. And what is it? Like, what is it? Like what Matt was saying, everything is kind of dead here. Like it doesn't look mm-hmm. like it's... It it's not like really stone. cold. It's not really snow. It's not really dirt or, it's, or like sand. It's just it's white. It's just thundering. Like, yeah, it's like, it's thundering. It's not even raining in this shot. It's just all dry and dead. So it's like the underworld. The underworld. It's literally yeah. like the underworld. The necropolis. How much do you want to bet that on this uh, chair that Palpatine's on, like there's red eyes above him, like red mm. and lights? I can see it. Yeah, I see it. Too. And then okay. So then we have the shot of Ray and she's looking like she did like you pointed out, she looks like she did in the Vanity Fair cover where she looks wistful. She doesn't look yeah sad or she looks sad and she looks but not in a hopeful way. Wistful. Yes. That's what wistful means. She looks like I I mean we were speculating that this is when Ben comes to help her out defeating Palpatine. Like I don't like she's not expecting him to arrive and then she sees him and she's, you know, very happy. You know, she's really happy that he's come. Yes, that's what I thought as well. We're on the same page, Melissa. It makes this go faster. (laughs) Not that we're hurrying up, but okay, and then that's the trailer. So, yeah. and do you want to talk about this uh, leaked image from today? I think, yeah, I think we should. Just because it's so obviously real. You know, I think it's real. A lot of was people it taken think down? it's real. Uh, no, it wasn't look. taken down. It's here. I think it's real, though, just on the basis that nobody has shots of yeah, Kylo these, in this these position. Look like, if this is a Photoshop, you would think they would make it clearer. Yeah, it's just, it looks, this, even if it's, even with its not Somebody, clear appearance, it doesn't, uh, it looks too difficult to replicate in Photoshop. Like, I've Photoshopped things, and this is a little too much. Like, he's bloodied, he's sweaty. There's no way you can do this easily in Photoshop. Otherwise, it would look too cheesy and too obvious. Something if you do that it. I really, I really don't like the fact that this... I feel like everything is leaking from Bad Robot. And <laughs> it's really funny because some people are like, well, you would think that Disney has such an airtight, uh, airtight um, operation going on. But honestly, probably not. Like, um, I think this is probably Bad Robot's fault that all this stuff is having to be is leaked. So, I mean, it's kind of OK. So I'm of, I obviously read all the leaks. So it's my fault about this. And I didn't. <laughs> block anything out and i was willing to read everything but now i'm just kind of like oh man i can't believe that i allowed myself to get this whole movie (laughs) leaked to me because the leaks look more credible everything that's released it looks it's not like he lied i think the fact that if you've listened to the leaked episode the leak episode i I always say i always said that i think his leaks are right but that they have a lot of miss or a lot of stuff missing like emotional beats and stuff and i still think there's a lot of emotional context and intention yeah because if kylo's not the bad guy so him being like falling antagonistic towards ray again doesn't make any sense i mean i think that him being antagonistic towards ray makes sense but i don't think his death makes any sense to the story so that's why i'm like okay well i can't believe i let myself be leaked everything but (laughs) yeah don't people say that this image this leaked image might be a tv spot but um 
I mean, I mean it might be, but I think it's really. I, are they really gonna do this as a TV spot? Like, well, it's they're, so they're saying like maybe after the movie is shown, they'll put this as a TV ad or something. But only after the movie is done. But yeah, I mean, I, the whole I thing. I think it's I'm crazy just, because here uh-huh. we have Ray and. If you don't know what we're talking about, guys, sorry, we didn't even describe the image. Okay, so it's <laughs> Ray and Kylo, and they're like, they're holding two blue lightsabers together, and they're looking at something menacingly, and obviously, I think it's Palpatine. Right. And it's a very blurry image. It's not a perfect image, obviously. It's low quality, but um, we think that that's Leia's lightsaber. If you've read Jedi Pax's leaks, he says that they use. Um, that Jedi, that Leia made herself made a um a lightsaber herself, and that um Kylo is going to get Anakin's, and I think Ray's going to use Leia's. I but, think um, um I think in uh, his updated version, I I, I I think his updated version is kind of his the updated trailer version. Kind of, I don't think has the Leia's lightsaber. Anymore. Yeah, which obviously makes this kind of like okay. Well, well they're obviously still using it, so his re well the shoot the thing is like I don't is- I don't a hundred percent believe it might be Leia's. Like I think there's a whole thing going around about. I think it's the too idea. much for him to like uncrack the saber and I'll do well, that all that while it's not Ray's- like it's uncracking. I think it might heal. Like there's a whole thing somebody posted on Twitter again. My source. Uh, my number one source that um somebody got like the hasbro kylo ren lightsaber and they said that it does something that they can't they don't really want to say that it's something happens to it that they think is a leak like a spoiler if they said it so i think there's a there's a chance that it could turn colors and I, there's been some rumors that lightsabers are gonna turn colors. Isn't um, the leak? Isn't the leak that he leaves his saber and he fights the Knights of Ren alone? Well, they say that he it's destroyed or it's lost or something, or he doesn't have it anymore. Somehow, like JP has said that he yeah. so he doesn't I know mean, how. Honestly, going talking about this is kind of like going in circles because we have no idea. We have but, no um, idea. <laughs> we definitely see him with two. We see him with a blue lightsaber. So. Yeah, I mean, I think there's. That's... I think it'd be really symbolic if the crystal and Kylo saber. I know it doesn't make sense, but when it's Star Wars, it but no, sense. what I'm saying, what I, the reason why I said that this is, um, the reason why I say that this might be Anakin's saber that he has and that Ray has Leia's is because you know that light lightsaber it belongs to me. Imagine if he just gets it, like he finally gets it, his. I mean, his rightful lightsaber, and it's obviously Rey's rightful lightsaber too, but, I mean, it's very reverse Anidala kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I just need this this freaking movie. Um, I don't know if anyone saw my reaction to the trailer, but, yeah, I was, uh, the pterodactyl jumped out. (laughs) Yeah, it was so crazy. I couldn't, like, I was, it was so funny. I was trying to figure out, because I wanted to record with my phone, so I was trying to figure out how to watch it on my big screen, like, live. And um, that was a disaster, so I just ended up waiting for the YouTube one to drop. <laughs> but it was, uh, how did you see the trailer, actually, Danny? I was watching it with my uh, friend. We were watch. we watched the football until it came on, and... 
I I I went crazy. Like I screamed like crazy, and I was in her house, so I felt so bad because her parents probably thought I was crazy. Um, but yeah, that's how I watched it, and um, yeah, and then I was like, play it, like roll it again, roll it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like we're never gonna experience this again, Danny. Oh. The Skywalker saga. <laughs> I'm sorry, just made everything a lot more sad. Yeah. We're never going to love anything else. (laughs) We're going to definitely record our reactions after the movie. Obviously, we're not going to see it together because we live too far. But just after the movie, whenever we watch it, we should record our reactions. Yeah. Yeah. How many times are you going to watch it? Uh, Several times. Good. Several times. Uh, I'm seeing it at least three times, and I already have tickets for The first it. day? First day at 6.30 at IMAX. I'm seeing it at 6 o'clock, and I hope I can do the marathon for the AMC. Oh, yeah. The That's Regal be... is doing it in Houston, and I want to do the Regal marathon of all the Star Wars movies, but I don't know if I can survive it. <laughs> it's a lot. Like you, I think you're going to get like something like a pin, right? A pin or some and sort a blanket. of art. Oh, my God. Okay. You have to like... Somehow get two and mail me one. Oh, okay. Do you want to f- give me $50? <laughs> it depends if it's a nice blanket. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it's going to look like. Is it going to It's going like to be Raylo? Sith Troopers. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us today on Jakku Broadcast while we analyze this trailer. I'm sure you've listened to many podcasts already, so thank you for joining. And um, yeah, so anything or I think that's all that's it yeah pretty much all right you guys have a wonderful day follow us on jacku broadcast on twitter and rate and review us on itunes and thank you to melissa's friend who reviewed our podcast we appreciate (laughs) it and uh i love you yes and yeah anything else nope that's it all right well you guys have a wonderful day or night or whenever you're listening to this (laughs) and um we'll see you on our next episode Bye. Bye. Hold on, give me one second. And she was never to be seen again. (laughs) (laughs) She fell into a baseball pit, never to be seen again. (laughs) I'm never going to get over that. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's like the new, like, sloth Anakin thing. It's just hilarious. (laughs) The like just rationally it makes no sense like it makes no logical sense and it's just so absurdly described i don't know like why he even had to say it like that (laughs) like he could have said it any other way like oh he fell and that was the end for him you know that was it he's dead but no he had to be all dramatic like never to be seen again like he wanted to emphasize it like towards us raylos like he ain't coming back Well, and then he talks about how they just don't acknowledge it for the rest of the film. Like, that makes total sense. <laughs> Look, like, if you're a leaker, like, that should give you some very red flags. Like, that makes zero sense. But, like we said, he doesn't understand the story, so. Okay, I'm back. Hello. Oh. <laughs> she has been redeemed. She I, rose. Me? She rose. The rise of Daniela. The rise <laughs> yes, I'm back. I, I came back from the pit of nothingness. <laughs>